Okay, we got another episode of the Troublemakers podcast here. I got some pretty cool guests. Um, you know what? I'm going to change things today. I'm not even going to introduce them. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Them being, there's more than one. So, fellows, tell us about you. What is up, Wes? <laughs> How are you guys? Uh, this is Chase, Eric, and Troy from Highwind. <laughs> we are a Moose Job rock band. Rock and roll band from Moose Jaw SK. That's awesome. Um, I talked to Eric, was it last week or a few weeks ago? It was a couple weeks ago, yeah. And we we chatted and we like meshed and gelled and kind of laid everything out and as i heard more about you guys i was super interested because i mean i don't have a ton of guests on all the time just because right like there's got to be a reason yeah and when i heard you guys story it's way different than what most people have done or are doing um tell us about your your adventure to get to where you are now <laughs> well i guess we have to kick it all the way back to 2013 uh it was like when you talk about it being a journey like that's almost an understatement for you know all of the years of picking things up and putting them down and writing new stuff and putting things down again so like i guess it all just started uh as friends first and then just kind of getting in a room together and no real plan or direction on what to do at all, but just kind of just picking it up, chase playing a lick. And it's honestly, that's how it started from there. And, and I think over the past like nine years, it's just like kind of, you know, grown so much to something that we're super duper proud of now. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I think I remember mentioning to you that it, it was like a long distance relationship for a lot of being a band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With uh, I was living out in Vancouver, Troy was in Calgary, Chase was in Regina. And so, it, like Troy had said, it was a lot of picking up and putting down. But yeah. And, and here you are. Here we are, putting out a new EP. Um, it's called Final Words. Mm-hmm. It's, it's uh it's well i guess chase could tell more of the story of what it's about yeah yeah i suppose uh so the kind of the general story of the, the whole thing is um like losing a loved one and and multiple multiple perspectives on that and uh you know you kind of you find yourself blaming yourself for certain parts of that and um I don't know, you know, the, the hurt that you're feeling along the way. And I don't know. It just, I don't know. Help me along this one. <laughs> I'm nervous. Too. Don't be nervous. Uh, okay, can I yeah. jump in on this? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So when I was talking to Eric, we kind of were brainstorming and that sort of thing. And he had laid out like on your previous album, how it was like telling a story, right? 
and I like how like how each song kind of flew flew slid into the next one <laughs> and kind of consistent theme on this one um and on the losing a loved one thing it's it's such a heavy thing for people you know um yeah. I did a whole podcast about grief and how like nobody talks about it everybody does it um mm-hmm. I'm also, I mean, everyone knows I'm not a spiritual person, but I had some the other day on this whole grief thing that like really kind of hit home with me. Um, I did, I did a podcast with like what I read or whatever to get through the tough times, relate a story about losing my grandma and I lost my grandma like 13 years ago, I guess. So I released the podcast and I've kind of like forgot the date, you know, like that kind of stuff just happens. Yeah. Um, The next morning I got on Facebook, Facebook memories. It was 13 years to the day that I lost my grandma. Holy. Oh, wow. And I was like, holy, I'm still a hundred percent sold on the spirituality thing, but. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe it was the cosmos just being like, you got to get this off your chest, man. Yeah, you know? no kidding. It's huge. And like that letting go is a massive part of, you know, like coming to terms with it. And, it, you know, that's actually like the big part of this album was was actually my grandma passing away as well. So like the cosmos are in, in check for this one, too. You know, this is this is, this is super neat. <laughs> I, I was just like I legit was just talking about cosmos and stuff today and yeah it's it's super interesting I think when things like this sort of happen you know yeah. and you have I mean I pro- I probably wouldn't know you guys if I passed you on the street you probably picked me out because I'm I'm glad man I'm the the short tubby hutterite <laughs> dude but I mean yeah, like, it's crazy how similar. And the thing with grief that has always kind of, that really got me thinking is it's like a life event that every single person on the earth, regardless of race, any race, creed, no matter where you are in the world, every single person at one point in their life will experience grief. But yeah. don't yeah. talk about it. Like no one yeah. says a damn thing about it. Yeah, like that, that's bizarre. So I always admire people that like do talk about it. So hats off to you guys. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Well, and you're you're doing it too, you know. <laughs> well, I try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, when we spoke, as you said, we uh, we talked about how like lyrics and lyrics are like a very huge part of our creative process mm-hmm. and uh like oh like i don't know how to storytelling um right. yeah and chase like with that last album called cellar door it was as i'd mentioned to you from a bunch of different perspectives of a broken family and just mm-hmm. how they react and how they um deal with the situation of yeah. that like still another form of grief going going through everyone's head in that situation too, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, after we had talked, I definitely had I've I've had that album on like pretty steady loop 
And I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty judgy when it comes to music, but yeah, it's been. <laughs> Me too. No it's like, it's it's a solid album. You guys definitely really wow. really impressed me when i was listening to it so i was like this is thanks dude this, yeah. this is awesome and you're from like my hometown the <laughs> cooler oh it's okay i can just cut this piece out oh, okay <laughs> my dog yeah. decided to bark anyway <laughs> how many do you got right now uh right now we have our four and then we still have two fosters that we've had for about a month so and they're available for adoption so if anyone wants to adopt puppies we have (laughs) a couple pretty awesome ones at our house yeah this is number 11 and 12 that we've done in like the last year hey proud of you man that's like not an easy task for anybody yeah it takes a certain special type of person to be able to do that well it's uh it's a thing. I mean, anybody that follows me on social media knows I'm a loudmouth about dog rescuing. <laughs> um, for us, we tried tried fostering years ago, and we ended up keeping three of them. So we took a break. Yeah, <laughs> it was hard, and I mean, it was all different things, right? It was, um, you know, like the I used to have a pit bull, and then I have like we have this little dog. And then we fostered a German Shepherd. And I never liked German Shepherds in my whole life. Um, so I was like, this will be easy. Well, she never left. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> and then this is this was weird on like spiritual things. Um, a couple of years later, my pit bull got cancer. So her and I have traveled everywhere together, like ride or die from probably my early 20s until a few years ago. Um, So we had to put her down and it was like absolute stress and and all that sort of stuff. And I was like, you know what? I need something. Um, So I'd worked with CC Rescues from Regina in like 2018. I did a project and kind of got linked up with them. Um, and then my pit bull, we got, we put my pit bull down and I was devastated. Like that was my oh, best friend. Understandably, yeah. yeah. Like every year around that time, I can still, you know, I still feel shitty. I'm still grumpy and moody. Yeah. Um, I still have her ashes in the box from the vet. Cause I'm oh, just not ready yet to put them in their other containers. Yeah. So oh the rescue needs people like babe let's foster and she's like oh this didn't go great last time so i was like okay we'll foster on the condition that this dog is nothing like my pit bull so we got this like fluffy she's like a coley great pyrenees (laughs) so nothing pit bull like no pit bull and it was within I don't know, maybe a week. Um, Jess came home from work and she's like, oh, what's new? I was like, uh, yeah, so we're keeping her. <laughs> Pardon? And I said, there's just something about her that like, she connects with me and I don't, I can't put my finger on it. 
And Jess looked at me and she was like, I noticed it from like day one. She had like really peculiar behaviors that apparently my pit bull did with me. Hmm. And she's like, I knew from day one that like she had Lily spirit and that's it. And she's like, I knew this was going to happen. I was like, wow. <laughs> Wish I would have known. Yeah, I could have said something. <laughs> so her and I are like inseparable. And then we fostered a pit bull puppy that was obsessed with Jess. And that was a fail. And then we took a break because I told Jess we couldn't foster anymore. Because we are keeping everything. <laughs> Jess's yeah. rebuttal was, well, we'll just get an acreage. And I was like, no. <laughs> That's sensible, actually. Yeah, I was like, or we can just not foster for a while. And then, yeah, we started fostering, and it it's always kind of tough. But for us, we kind of we kind of look and see, like, the amount of, like, joy that our dogs bring to us. And we look at it like we're kind of like that staging point, right? They get rescued, then they come to our house, and then they go to people that are now getting the joy that we get. Yeah. So, yeah, for us, it's like, a, it's a big thing around our house now. Um, I had one with these puppies, like that cold snap that we just had. Oh, yeah. I was outside with the puppies and I looked and they were little, like they were quite little at that time. And I was just like, you know what? If you guys were still out in the wild, like you'd have froze to death. Oh, for real. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I was like, I, for honestly, for the amount of work they are, which is not very much, it's like, I'm, I'm good with it. Like I can, I can do the, the day of sad when they get adopted. Yeah. You know, they're going to a better home, you know, like they're like a place where they're going to be there forever and have their family and shit. So that's huge. Yeah. Oh, and it's crazy when you hear people. Like, cause we always, we usually end up keeping in contact with like the people that adopt yeah, the puppies yeah. that we foster. And when you hear the tales, right. The, you know, Oh, this or this. And it's always like pure praise. You're like, this is why we're doing it. Yeah. You know? Like this is a hundred percent validating why we're doing it. So yeah. yeah. Dog rescue is a huge thing for us i always joke that i'm the dude on the internet that wears flannel drinks too much coffee and talks about my dogs too much (laughs) (laughs) yeah what what in like what gets your guys's writing process going you know like what is it like it's is it always personal experience or is it like uh i'm kind of feeling this or i'm digging this like when you when you start a song is it a like a guitar Guitar start, lyrics start, build around that. Like, how's your? Well, it's all it's it's really all dependent on the song, and like, we're a big, we're a big like band that. Yeah, it's it's all about the feeling, and we, like, we try to stray away from, uh, like, sticking to the the verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus. Like the structure, uh, the typical structure of what yeah. you think a song would be. We- yeah like we try to stray away from that like i mean a lot of the times we start a song with just like some small thing or somebody plays something a jam and it's like oh keep playing that let's let's work on that or mm-hmm. somebody comes with an idea and we go from there 
like sometimes I'll I'll come with a fully written song and it becomes a totally different song in in 10 minutes or sometimes we write a song for 10 years you know <laughs> like, <laughs> like I mean the, the process is is not like it's definitely not finalized on how we do things every single song is different which I like I personally I do and I think these guys do too you know mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't know like we're yeah we're we're really like big on not trying to be writing like the 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 formula formulaic like classic like the bullshit you know we're not trying to like write something fake or insincere it's it's right. all about, like who we are and it comes out honestly and if it sounds like shit you know if it sounds insincere then we chuck it we chuck it yeah you know? we'll be the first ones to admit if it sounds like shit because <laughs> <laughs> there will be that little eerie like a little thing in the air that we're all feeling and we're like, yeah, yeah this kind of sounds like shit. Eh? <laughs> it's like, yeah, <laughs> this. sometimes it's like four jams in where we're working on this thing. This just happened. Actually. We were like, we're like, we've been working on this thing for four jams. It's, it's, we're all convincing ourselves. It sounds good. And then, and then just the other day we're like, I think that sounds like shit. <laughs> <laughs> like it's gotta go. Yeah. yeah. It's, and it fucking went. It, sorry. I'm swearing so much. I Oh, that's okay. I swear. Mm. Um, I think that's the thing in the creative process, right? Like, we're always, we're always the toughest critics of what we make and what we do. Um, And I mean, I think a lot of times we're harder on ourselves and we notice stuff that like no one else would notice. Yeah. But on the same end, like, you guys like myself, you want to maintain your integrity. You don't want to put out shit. You shit. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Like with me, I know I, I've been pretty open. There was a while ago where I was just like, I was putting in 50% just because I only had to. Yeah, absolutely. And I look back at that and it's like, man, like the only one I did a real disservice to was me, you know? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you're not. That... Nope. Sorry, go. No, you go ahead. Um, I, 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 I think that's a theme. Like talking to other, um, creative people, it's it seems that it's sort of, you know, the the underlying consistent that we all have, where it's like, oh, I need to do this, but I need to do this, and you know, like the, if I as a photographer, if I did the, you know cookie cutter photos that everyone else is doing would it be easier that's it like super successful for sure it would yeah easy money right yeah you know like walmart had a photo studio for how long it made a zillion dollars (laughs) good no yeah until they started selling a million digital cameras you know like right yeah but yeah, I, I hear that with like painter friends where they're like, you know, if I just painted this, like it would be so easy, but it's yeah, not sure. me. And <laughs> I think that's important in anything, like anything that people are creating, you have to kind of, you have to make it your own, you know? Yeah. So, well, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like, what's the point of like doing something creatively if you're not? like speaking with your own voice, you know? Mm-hmm. 
I oh I've always used the approach like when when I was in music or now like when I whenever I'm making whatever I'm making whether it's podcast or photography or video or clothes you know all of that yeah I would never I never want to make something that I myself wouldn't be interested in if I saw it oh absolutely yeah yeah same thing musically yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like if I wouldn't want to hear that, like, why would I make it? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know. that's a, that's a really that's that's such a great point. It uh, it it was a friend of of mine that kind of had told me he's a music video dude, but that was his thing. He's like, I can watch music videos and I pay no attention to them, but the one that I pay attention to, I'm like, this guy's doing it different. And for me, I noticed on Instagram, right? I yeah. follow a ton of photographers and I'll scroll because it's like, well, this looks like this looks like this. You know what I mean? It's like, it gets repetitive. So, um, Eric, did you listen to those songs I sent you? Yeah. They're friggin' sweet, dude. Okay. What was that? What was that guy's name? It's like country, but it's not Hardy. Yeah. That was friggin' sweet. He did a song about that. Hey, yeah, about like, yeah. About writing, you know, your textbook country songs. Yeah. But he's not going to. And I was like, oh my God, you're gonna you're gonna shoot yourself in the foot, man. Because <laughs> I mean he's written like some huge songs for huge artists, and then just like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Oh <laughs> boy, good for you. Yeah, yeah. And it seems to be paying out for him. Yeah, was the song called Sellout or something? No, that one was Mockingbird and the Crow. Oh, right, yeah. But yeah, it was just like, holy, like you basically are snubbing your nose at everyone that's hired you (laughs) for the last 10 years as a songwriter. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I I think I told you, I was like, it's either going to be like a huge victory or it's career suicide. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, he won. I watched his, I'm really interested in him as like a person. Um, He won like songwriter of the year, I think. Um, And his acceptance speech is like what got it for me because he was, he kind of, he didn't do the thank God, thank my agent, that sort of thing. Um, he is a, he relayed a story when he was doing like a songwriter circle. And he's like, there was a bunch of us and, you know, we have a tip jar and there was like 10 bucks. He's like, and there was a napkin and someone wrote on it, just quit. What? Oh, geez. He's like, so I saved that napkin and I put it on my mantle and it's going to be right next to this fucking award. You're my type of person. Like yeah. you, you can't, you can't write, you can't script this. So yeah, I've, uh, I've been really interested because I at first was like, yeah, maybe it's just a gimmick, but no, it's apparently not. Yeah, not a gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I I dig that. So when's when's your album coming out? Is well, we don't have an official date yet. Okay. Um, we're... But like everything's recorded mm-hmm. uh, and mastered, and right now we're just kind of 
you know, doing like the finishing touches with the album artwork and like trying to get a music video recorded and and uh, ready to be released. So when we can release the the tunes, we have something that they can view as well as listen to. So yeah, it's, but yeah, we're just finishing up the the music video relatively soon, and so like honestly, we're hoping in the next couple months that it it'll be ready to go. I think yeah. Uh, I think the tricky part, like, since we're feeling, we're kind of like starting fresh, you know, like it's hard to know, mm-hmm. like where where to start with releasing new songs. You know, we haven't released something since what, like, two thousand fifteen. Yeah, when is it? I like it. It just feels strange to kind of start again as the same band. So now we're starting completely, completely fresh, like honestly, and just coming out of nowhere, and so we're trying to make it like a proper release. So taking our time, not making the mistakes we made before. Right. Yeah. It's, it's just been a, yeah, we're just trying to take our time. That's, that's, it's, that's all really it. You got to trust the process. You don't, yeah, you, yeah. You don't push it. Right? Yeah. Once, once you push it, then that's when shit goes sideways. Well, you yeah. The, yeah. The stress kicks in, you know, you get a yeah. whole, jacked up and you're like check out this new thing <laughs> but like you know you got to release it properly so people hear it you know that's the that's the hard part oh yeah definitely it's it's a different game now right like yeah, the internet music is is <laughs> different than it was in 2015 yeah yeah releasing a new thing now it's like people are doing you, you don't know like i i i don't know like the thing is like people are doing singles just yeah. singles after singles like, mm-hmm. do you release a full album? Do you release a, an EP? Do you release just one music video? Yeah, do you I don't hope know. it becomes a hit on TikTok? Yeah, yeah I don't <laughs> even know how it worked on that. Oh, I, I, I view TikTok. I don't make TikToks very much. Right. But seeing the amount of, like, music creators made off of TikTok. Oh, it's massive. It, like, it's insane to me. Yeah, it's, um, like I, they had that Dutton re, Dutton Ranch remix song. I I don't know what that is, but I'm sure oh, it's it was like the hugest song on TikTok for like a month. The dude made it and initially had never even made it a full song. He just <laughs> made it to be a TikTok sound. Yeah, that's and all it takes. went like insane viral, and then he had to write the rest of the song. <laughs> <laughs> it was like what? And I then can't... artists, right? Like people coming out of absolutely nowhere. Yeah. And now they're, you know, selling, you know, streaming millions. Yeah. yeah. We have so many 30 second songs that we haven't finished. So like maybe we, maybe that's our route, you know? <laughs> um, years ago. So I, I, I was always into like the pop punk scene. Like when a lot Pat of two minute songs on, on that scene, the... yeah was a big thing and they did that album um it was a compilation album but it was called like short music for short people <laughs> yeah. and every song was 30 seconds or under <laughs> and i mean that was like 20 years ago but i was like that is hilarious that that's like the format now <laughs> yeah you know, no, even that's for video like if you're making the, it's short format it's like one minute nobody watches five minute videos anymore no. Yeah, yeah, that's it. 
Yeah, I I I've worked with a couple of people, and you got to like kind of cater to their to their music taste, and you know you you switch back and forth with the auxiliary cable, and mm-hmm. uh, you know the the TikTok listeners, it's like it's like five songs that they they get thirty seconds in, skip thirty seconds in, skip. It's like yeah. Yeah. if you're if you're like but I right know. before they put it on, they say, "Oh man, I love the song so much," <laughs> and play twenty seconds and then skip it. Yeah. it's like, well, what? Like you just told me you love this song. Jesus Christ. It was perfect for what I wanted it for. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it hit the spot, and then now and I need to move on. You even know how it ends? <laughs> Could you imagine some of the olden songs, like the golden rock songs that were like 15 minutes? Yeah. Oh, man. Can you imagine Freebird? <laughs> yeah. Well, life's too short for Freebird. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> There's the dude. Um, he's the dude that wrote Cats in the Cradle. Oh, Cat, Cat Stevens. Stevens yeah. No, on Harry no. Chapin. It was original. Oh. original. Um, but the, I'm pretty sure it was him, or it was a different dude. Anyway, this guy made his songs purposely, like ten seconds lo- longer than radio would play. Oh, <laughs> so he was like never super super famous, and actually he's got like one album, and it's probably one of the best cover to cover albums I've ever heard in my life. Mm, but nice. it was like you just did it to yourself. You know, like you <laughs> yeah, you're back, you're asking for it. Yeah, and I mean this was like in the seventies or eighties maybe. So it's like if you aren't on radio, you don't exist. Yeah. That's it. Like how do you get anywhere? I suppose yeah, like I play think. shows. Play shows in New York maybe, but yeah, I, I kind of heard that and I was like, wow, like some people, some people's kid, you know, <laughs> shorten it up by 10 seconds and you'd be super famous. But you're, <laughs> you're that guy that might be this guy, but you might be this other guy. Yeah, you know? I know. That's a tough dude. <laughs> All right, gents, let's, let's wrap this up. If you got one message for the listeners, what is it? And don't say listen to our new album when it comes out because they're going to anyway. I know this. I trust my people. Uh, why don't you go and pick up a, a foster dog and uh, just see how that goes? You know, you get a little cute puppy <laughs> and then never let it go. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Um, did you guys see that our rescue made the news yesterday? Really? They made the news? Yeah, they made CBC. They made a the bunch of news all over the place. Um, they got called to like an abandoned house and there was 11 puppies. Oh, I did see in, that actually. Yeah. That's the rescue that we work with. Oh, no yeah. yeah they were like, it was like all dirty down there and yucky. Yeah. Yeah. They had water, but like no food. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's freaked out man. Yeah. Last year they had puppies that they got from a dump and we ended up fostering two of them and they were on the news. Aww. So, I like that. You, you stole my tagline, but that's cool. <laughs> I was just trying hey. to be like, uh, cool, you know? <laughs> Everyone's cool. Everyone's cool. Everyone's awesome. No, you hang up. <laughs> okay, I'm going to wrap. I'm, I'll, 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 I'll do my outro. Now that, yeah. now that somebody stole my about fostering. <laughs> okay, I want to thank the, the fellows from High Wind for jumping in, talking about their album and dogs and grief and life, and it's pretty fucking awesome. So check out these guys' EP when it comes out. 
Follow my socials because I'll be plugging that shit like you know I do. And like this, like the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, whatever channels it is that you listen to. And in my Bob Barker voice, please forget, don't forget to have your pets spayed or neutered. And checking on your friends, see how they're doing. Um, everyone likes doing, everyone likes being checked in on. If you got that friend that checks in on you, check in on them because fuck, they might need it too. So on that note, this episode is done. Keep being awesome, y'all. Love you, dude.